Hello and welcome to our radio program. The time for intercession is now. Brought to you by Proclaim Ministries International. Shop 12 Block AAJ's Complex, 32-34 Brunswick Avenue, Spanish Town. Let's join Rev. Andrew Green as he shares on part one of the topic, City Under Siege. Alright, tonight we're going to go to the book of Acts, Acts 8, verses 9 to 10, and also Deuteronomy 7, verses 1 to 6. Let's read from Acts 8, 9 to 10 from the God's Word translation. The Word of God tells us, A man named Simeon lived in that city. He amazed the people of Samaria with his practice of magic. As we were praying earlier, we were praying against witchcraft, influencing the community of angels. He claimed that he was great. Everyone from children to adult noticed the core group that he got their attention. Everyone from children to adult paid attention to him. They said this man is the power of God. This man is the power of God. And that the power is called great. And that power is called great. Let's go to Deuteronomy 7 verses 1 to 6. The Lord your God will bring you into the land you are about to enter, take possession of it. He will force out many nations out of your way. The Hittites, the Grizzites, Amorites, the Canaanites, Prizites, Hivites, Jebusites, seven nations, large and more powerful than you. When the Lord your God gives them to you, and you defeat them, destroy every one of them because they have been claimed by the Lord. Don't make any treaty. Underline that. Don't make any treaty with them or show them any mercy. Never marry any of them. Never let your daughters marry their sons or your sons marry their daughters. These people will turn your children away from me to worship other gods. Then the Lord will get very angry with you and will quickly destroy you. But this is what you must do to these people. Tear down their altars, smash their sacred stones, cut down their pole dedicated to the goddess Asherah, and burn their idols. You are a holy people who belong to the Lord, your God. He chose you to be his own special possession out of all the nations on the earth. We are looking tonight on the topic, the city under siege. The city under siege. It is important for us to know what God is saying to us about the city that we are a part of, or the district, the community. As an intercessor, are you knowledgeable tonight regarding God's vision and purpose for the land of angel? And also the people that live within the land. Do you know what God is saying regarding this community and the people that lives within it? The land represents the body of individuals and the ground that have been given over to Satan, our enemy. It has been given over based on the practices that they have been carrying out. And earlier in our discussion, we were looking on witchcraft. We were looking on sexual perversion. We were looking on all type of sin that manifests itself in this community. We need to regain and renew our vision for the land. A lot of believers have no vision for the land. 
A lot of believers have no interest in the land. As a matter of fact, if they could get a visa and fly out tomorrow, they would be gone. But the key factor here is that we must now be ignited in our spirit, man, that we can regain and renew our vision for the land. The Word of God declares to us where there is no vision, where there is no impartation regarding what God is saying, where there is no illumination regarding what God is saying, then the people are going to perish. The land, as it is known, can be viewed in five parts. Once you're dealing with intercession, you must bear this in mind. The land can be and should be viewed in five parts. All the individuals that live there, all the marriages, all the families, all the businesses, and all the ministries. Let's say that again. All individuals that live in the land, all marriages, all families, all businesses, and all ministries. This is why no one church can say that they have taken the land. For you to take possession of the land, you must have all five categories under your belt. The Word of God makes it clear that we have the ability to take the land, and this is why the church needs to recognize we should not be competing with each other for souls, but based on the measure of grace, God will not send the souls our way. On a key thing that regarding the city under siege, as we learn to pray from an informed source, we can now easily do two things. And this is why we are learning how to pray from an informed source. We can deprogram Satan's plans regarding the community of angel or any other community. And also, we can maintain the land and create a prayer shield over the land. So two key things that you find strategic intercession and warfare doing for us as believers. Deprogramming Satan's plan and also maintaining the land with a prayer shield. An example of the prayer shield is in the book of Acts 9, where Saul was knocked off his horse because of the intercessors that were in the land interceding. They were able to deprogram Satan's plan in Damascus and lift a prayer shield. It is impossible for you to lift a prayer shield before deprogramming the plans of the enemy. Let's now look at the shaping of the society. The society's standards are not always right because it's generally accepted by individuals. It's not always right because it's accepted by marriages. It's not always right because it's accepted by families. It's not always right because it's accepted by the business community. It's not always right because it's accepted by ministries that have been compromising. So we need to recognize that there are different standards regarding the kingdom that we are part of and also the framework of the society. The society is contaminated by sin. And this is why we are here to now do a cleansing through the blood of Jesus. And also we are here to preserve the integrity of the gospel that we preach. The society can be defined then as a community with the same language and custom. A community is known by the language it carries and the culture that it manifests. We have become entrenched in ungodly habits based on our connections within the society. An example of this, we look on the reality of participating in bandula activities. 
it's one of the number one thing regarding those who are not saved those within the framework of the society it's a part of their lifestyle but because we have become familiar and they have become familiar with us we also find believers participating in this this is what the book of mark 8 15 tells us jesus warned them be careful watch out for the yeast of the pharisees and the yeast of herod two groups he identified the religious groups and the political groups the religious groups and also the political groups let's look on the city on the siege there's a prophetic utterance that is hovering over the angels community and it's important for us to hear this utterance being uttered in the heavens that we can pull it down the utterance is a simple phrase let my people go if we hear this then as intercessors we are stimulated to pull it down in our midst that the presence of god will manifest it was the very same utterance that was hovering over egypt for pharaoh which is a type of satan when we do typology it's a type of satan and moses and aaron their responsibility was to make the utterance in front of pharaoh let god's people go in other words there are a lot of believers that are in the land but they are bound a lot of believers that they are entangled in the yoke of bondage if the church is going to be fulfilling its role we must be able to declare freedom of, on their behalf that they can come out of the bondage to become a, a part of the move of god that liberty will come as we increase numerically this now comes through evangelism as we evangelize we should not be able to see more intercessors being added to the intercessory program of the church a lot of churches we are souls being saved but the intercessory unit is getting less and less it is important that we now train persons as they surrender their lives to god that they now become a part of the intercessory arm of the local church every believer should be interceding so as we increase numerically as intercessors within any given city we're going to experience three things when the church starts to swell through the intercessors the community that you're interceding for is going to manifest three things and we take this out of the book of exodus one one you're going to find the oppression of the city coming upon you the israelites they were in egypt and as moses and aaron started to intercede for the people of god to be free the oppression of fear came even more harshly upon them again another thing we recognize that they will experience or you will experience as an intercessor you're going to be compelled to serve you're going to be compelled to serve the systems of this world you're going to be compelled to forsake the god that you believe the god of daniel the god of isaac the god of jacob you're going to be compelled to serve other gods and this is because of the prior effort that it is now increasing in the land a third thing we will experience as a church as we start to increase numerically as intercessors the danger of being crushed by the enemy the danger of being crushed by the enemy intercession is dangerous if you have not yet recognized it intercession is dangerous can be dangerous and this is why we have to make sure we maintain our posture now for us not to be crushed we cannot have the mentality of the ten that went into the land to spy the land they came back out and says we are like grasshoppers 
in the midst of giants you must be able to see yourself as giants in the land because we oftentimes quote greater is he that is within us than he that is in this world but if you see yourself like a grasshopper then the enemy will crush us the bondage and oppression of the city manifests itself through what we call domestic strongholds so we're going to now examine these domestic strongholds and find out how they are concealed within the city it doesn't make any sense we go out say we are confronting powers we are confronting the different ranks of spirits and we don't know what they are like and how they operate so they are in the society they are oppressing us in the system they are trying to compel us to serve their system and they want to crush us as believers the first domestic stronghold or the component that which, which it works rather is a social and economical component social and economical socially how we relate to each other within the framework of the community economically how we receive our monies and disperse of it out of this we find several domestic strongholds oppression is one the word oppression here means to be treated cruelly or unjustly so we are oppressed by the economical system we are oppressed by the social system while traveling along the Brunswick Avenue, you see some flags posted at different places. It's a form of uh, oppression to say to you who are innocent to all that's happening, we want you to be a part of this. If we don't see you wearing a particular color, then we are going to do whatever we want to do with you. It's a form of oppression that manifests socially. And also, persons will try to dictate to us how we should spend. Poverty is another component within the social and economical sphere poverty is simple saying it's a social problem that affects individuals from maintaining an adequate standard of living anywhere you find revivalism the flags that we may mention earlier you will find poverty it acts as a fuel to feed that type of lifestyle and that behavior Thanks for joining us on today's edition of The Time for Intercession is Now, brought to you by Proclaim Ministries International and our kind sponsors, AJ's Wholesale and Supermarket, Credence Global Logistics, Shen Ashar Holdings, Neymar's Pharmacy and Remler Productions. The Time for Intercession is Now is inviting interested persons to be part of our live studio audience every Thursday at our office at Shop 12, Block A, AJS Complex, 32-34 Brunswick Avenue, Spanish Town, starting at 7 p.m. For more information, call us at 876-615-5801, WhatsApp us at 876-854-4594, or email us at proclaimministriesintl at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us on another edition of The Time for Intercession is Now. <music>